BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Nebraska preps post game with Damon Benning and Jacob Padilla. That's the big voice guy. That means JP's back with me. Uh, we're a day off. I think what's today? Tuesday. It is I'm getting. Tuesday, I'm getting yes. them all confused. I don't know what happened yesterday. Tuesday works. I mean, we're off and rolling, man. Plenty to recap. Some big tournaments coming up. Are, are you guys in Kansas City this weekend? Uh, no, we are up in Sioux City for the. They're starting the uh, the Midwest Championship Circuit that OSA just left uh, Sioux City this yeah. past weekend. <laughs> yeah, OSA Arena and. Um, uh, Sacred Hoops, I guess, are like combining to start their own circuit league. Um, that's kind of replacing the Pentagon stuff that we used to do. So, um, still waiting on schedule for that. But that's we're going to be up in Sioux City, and then we're off. I'm. I think I'm gonna. I'm planning to go down to the KC Classic to watch those teams because my team is off. Yeah, um, so that'll be interesting. So we've got uh, my 12 year old got KC this weekend. Uh, Caleb's off. Then he's in Kansas City yep. the first weekend in May, and Mike is in Minnesota. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. I figure I'll just, I don't know, mortgage my house, take out a loan. <laughs> I'll do something. <laughs> figure it out. Did make South Carolina this weekend, but Baller TV, when it cooperated, was supposed to help out. But what a debacle. Like, yeah. I don't even like to be that guy. They deserve it. That's, you know what I mean? Like it's they're not a helping me thing. out. It's but a, they, I mean, you got to be better. Yeah. You, like you, you have to be better. It's, it was a joke. Yeah. It, it was an absolute joke. And, and I understand. Like it's difficult trying to find the right balance of, uh, yeah, it's great offering the possibility of a stream for every game. And um, obviously, it's not wouldn't be uh, cost effective to have someone literally there filming every single game, but. Um, it doesn't feel like it's improved in the last like four years or however long that they've been doing this kind of large scale. Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of feels like, all right, we, we set this up. We we're the first one to do it. And now we're just going to rake in the money. <laughs> so, um, I, cause I know there, there were issues with, uh, uh with Baller TV at the iOS field house. I was, uh, here and, uh, locally for, uh, Midwest live, um, so we'll talk about that a little bit as well. But they also had some issues to start the weekend w- yeah. with Baller TV. Yeah, let's start with Midwest Live, right? I mean, it's it's the Midwest, and you were there live. So, I mean, I think we should probably start there. Yeah, and obviously uh, it's a um, live weekend, live recruiting period, and uh, the shoe circuits had all their stuff in effect. So I, I think last year, um, Midwest Live, there there were some – they got some big bigger uh, schools yeah. to come in because – uh, or bigger programs come in because they didn't have the circuit stuff at that time. Um, but this year did. So it was more regional teams. And uh, there's some good competition, though. And actually, uh, two, four, six, seven, seven different uh, Nebraska teams ended up winning their pool, um, either going 4-0 or uh, a couple won by point differential. So uh, when, when you're taking a look at um, – I don't know if it's just me, and, I, and we'll, we'll get to uh, South Carolina in a little bit, but – I've noticed a drastic change so far this year, and obviously maybe it's in level of competition because 
um, we're playing in gold tournaments, but I know that there are a lot of good gold teams, so I don't want to make those sweeping generalizations. But the competition level doesn't uh, – maybe we're easing into it or a lot of teams aren't playing this early, but you think live periods, we should be rolling. I haven't seen great competition so far. Uh, maybe your team's just really good, Damon. You ever think about that? <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, but they're, they're so uh, – so, so that So this is the maybe. tough – Well, and it is – like that's one of the tough things about uh, summer hoops and trying to, especially like when you're not in the the top shoe circuit, um, trying to find the right division, the right tournaments for your teams. Like that's like my team. the The first weekend we just ran through the competition. Yeah, um, we didn't face good enough teams, and it's like good go, go four and zero, put up some good numbers and all that stuff, but. You're not getting better that way. We we want to challenge, even if it does mean loss. We want to challenge ourselves against better teams, and that's what we did this weekend. We were in the top division here. Um, we went two and two, lost one on a buzzer beater, and then played uh, Supreme National Harms, who is their top team, uh, closer than the other uh, the other teams in the pool. Um, so, um, obviously, you always want to win, and uh, it's kind of disappointing the the way we lost a couple of those. But uh, it's a chance to get better and see to learn where we still have to improve. Yeah, let's uh, go back to Midwest Live. What's yeah. what stuck out? Yeah, so Supreme Harms is my first chance to 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 see them. Um and it's a good team. They've got uh, a couple uh, they've got a few guys that dropped down from the Nebraska Supreme team last year. So they played at a high level, played really good competition. Uh and they brought back uh, a handful of guys from uh their Lincoln Supreme National One is what they called it last year. Um, so Wade Voss, uh, from Lincoln Southeast, he's a guy that I really liked as a kind of a breakout guy last year and he's just continued to get better and he, he he put 25 on us and there wasn't really a whole lot we could do, um, to, to, to slow him down. Saw him, saw him firsthand, uh, in Lincoln last year. And he, uh, I watched him again, 15 points, uh, missed one shot, hit a three, hit all his free throws uh, on Sunday when I watched them, uh, close out the weekend four and oh. Was he putting it on the deck against you guys? Yeah, they they run a set where they kind of have guys cut through and then clear it out for him to right hand drive in there and try to uh, um, occupy the, the he help. Was, he was getting downhill yeah. quite a bit, if I if I remember yeah. correctly, and I, he's got a little versatility to his offensive game. Yeah, because they run a lot of sets to uh, to get him post touches. He was and playing he with BJ, effective. and you know he can create yeah. in the backcourt. Uh, I, I liked him. Like I said, even stepped uh, stepped down, knocked down the only three I saw him take this week, and I know he's capable of shooting that shot. So he, he's a really good player. I know um, Concordia and Doan, uh, I believe, both offered uh, in recently here. Uh, so they're starting to come in for him. Uh, so he really impressed me. Uh, Colin Nick had a couple of really good games. He was also on Nebraska Stream last year from Lincoln High. 6'6", six, six, um, really good shooter, um, can – can finish in transition, threw down a dunk, uh, 14 points in, in the first game I watched, 14 and six, uh, had 14 on five of nine shooting in, in the second game, or not including the game against us, um, it was four or five from three in those two games, um, and Lucas Helms, uh, he's, uh, he, he was one that was on Supreme National One last year, and he's so long, uh, and, um, you can see him make plays on both ends of the floor, he had a couple of blocks, he had, uh, He's good on kind of playing off two feet, up and under, using his length to extend and finish. And then he 
had one dunk in transition where I was like, whoa, he went up at the kid and put it down for an and one dunk. So, and he was struggling in the first half and then bounced back in the second half and scored 10 points, uh, including uh, capped by that, that, that and one dunk. So, uh, and then River Johnson is the other one that dropped down from Nebraska Supreme from North Platte. And he also earned an offer from Doan after his showing this weekend. He wasn't there on Sunday, but he had 18 points against us and kind of uh, had had a big second half, uh, just going hard, going downhill, getting to the rim. So it's a it's a really good team. They had, uh, I mean, a lot of other guys that contributed as well throughout the weekend. How do you transition from seeing what you saw from let's let's take a guy like Helms versus what you see during the high school year at at, at Southwest? And, and that's kind of. And that, like I said, this that is the thing I like about the summer ball, where you get to see guys kind of in different environments at their own age level, um, and have a chance to to kind of play more their game. Whereas in because he's twenty twenty three, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of times in high school, if you you've got uh, upperclassmen, you got guys that are kind of the lead guy. You got to fill in where you can, and that's I think Lucas he, he showed his potential, but I don't know with Ryland and Ben Hunziker and those guys kind yeah. of taking the lead there. I don't know that he ever really found uh, his um, kind of role where he could consistently uh, make a big impact. He he had some good stretches where I mean, he was a starter, um, important piece for that team. But um, you can kind of see, uh, I thought last year, he kind of really broke out second half, like um, compared to where he was in the spring to where he was in July, I thought it made it, uh, he made a big leap and, so they're going to need him again with Hunziker moving on. Somebody's got to step up and kind of take on uh, that role because he was he did so much for them. And uh, Helms at least has the potential to be a player like that. Um, I guess looking around elsewhere uh, at Midwest Live, um, Supreme National, Ahart, their third 17U team, they went 4-0. OSA Travis went 4-0 and 16U in a really good pool. Um, he appears it, to be a pretty good coach. Yeah, we, we actually scrimmaged with him last night. He, and had, oh, some, I, had a good time. I, 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 he does good work. Yeah, and he said, uh, and asked him about it, I, I didn't get to see him play, but um, said pretty balanced team, like good effort. They've got 10 different guys that can all play. Um, I, I like Dylan Clawson from Creighton Prep, yep. long. He's got a lot of potential. Starting to really come in. You could see what the upside would be yeah. if he's the guy. I, I wonder about his assertiveness, yeah. but that's always that that can come. Yeah, right? for sure. And he had in our scrimmage last night, he had to chase down like pin block in transition and like, "Oh, where'd that come from?" <laughs> um, but uh they Carson Jones can shoot the ball another prep kid. Like they've got uh they've got a bunch of guys on that team that can kind of make a difference um game in and game out. Um OSA Elite Beck went 14-0. That's uh the second 16U team. Um, I, I watched one of their games, and uh, Jack Goodwin uh, from Miller North, 22 points on seven of eight shooting, including four threes, hit all four of his free throws. He just could not miss. Um, and that was probably, I think, the, the toughest competition they that they played that weekend. Um, Precursor for game. the role that you think he's got to step into next year for them? Well, um, w- w- I think we'll, we'll probably talk about it after we get past the May 1 deadline and get it set. Oh, that's, all they, that's yeah. right. Um, guys will be on the move. Yeah, um, so we'll see kind of where it settled. Uh, but he, he's definitely a player that I know that they like over there uh, in that program. Um, Powerhouse United 17U, um, that's kind of their Lincoln team with um, uh, with Christian um, Christian Wynn from Lincoln Northeast. Um, it's a guy, and that dude can catch fire. Um, 
I saw I watched him play twice. Streaky. Yeah, uh, both times uh, struck, couldn't make a shot in the first half, and then second half just absolutely took over. He had 22 points in both those games. He had 17 points in the second half of the first game and 15 points in the second half of the second game. Um, he's a guy that all he needs to do is get one to go down, and then he can catch fire. Uh, he can uh, hit threes. He can pull up uh, uh, off the dribble. Um, he's long, 6'5", active. Um, and then Victor Kachalewski from Parkview Christian, the uh, foreign exchange student that helped them win a state title. Um, he's a guy that just kind of stuffs the stat sheet just all over rebounds, passes, good job with the going to the basket. <laughs> I, hopefully that's good enough. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and then, so those are all the, the Nebraska teams that went five and zero, and then powerhouse hoops, Nebraska Brown, um, sixteen U team, they went three and one, uh, and one off a point differential, I believe. Uh, watched Tay Moore have a really good game uh, on Saturday, 23 points on 10 to three. Uh, 10 to 13 shooting, three, four from three, uh, three assists, two steals, just um, scoring in all different types of ways. Um, Southeast guard. Um, with Southeast, they, uh, they're they going to have a chance to make a leap next year. I t- with, I, now, listen, remember what I told yeah. you about them. With the They ne- were young in the backcourt, but they showed promise. And I told you, I said, that's a team that next year I probably won't want to play. Uh, and he played all those young guys and yeah. kind of took their lumps this year. Um, and so you'll have kind of the, the, the core of uh, Moore and Voss coming back, and they've got a pretty significant transfer that's going to be heading over that way as well. If they take care of the basketball, they were a little loose. You know, BJ and those guys were young. Yeah. yeah. And But he's fearless, and we'll get to the 15s here in a minute for, yeah. for ETG, but – you know, I I remember that ride home, and I was talking. I said, you know what? Like, they show you flashes of potentially being able to be a very good basketball team. Yeah, and going along with that, I watched NRE uh, against Supreme National 2 uh, on Sunday, and NRE won and just narrowly won the pool on point differential. It was NRE, Supreme 2, and OSA Elite Beck. It was – 33-31-29, I think, or 33-31-30 was a point differential there. Mm. All went 3-1. and one. So uh, that came down to the uh, – actually, there was a putback at the buzzer that, um, like, NRE was trying to get waved off because they were worried about the point <laughs> the differential. The point differential. But it counted. It was definitely in time, uh, but it ended. they ended up winning anyway. But um, they've got some um, – that's uh, um, Mari Shoemaker – uh, another Lincoln Southeast kid who played varsity last year and Lazarek Houston for Lincoln Northeast. Those were the guys that kind of led the way for them. I like uh, Lazarek quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, another one of those guys that was kind of came up playing in, in, in T&E uh, in the summer. And he, How about the backcourt tandem of Lazarek and, and, and BJ? Yeah, I mean, just imagine those two guys pretty together shifty. at a younger <laughs> – those guys were hard to stay in front of. Them. And, again, another one of those fearless young 2025 guys. Yeah. And I guess one more guy worth uh, shouting out here um, is Jason Nelson from Gordon Rushville, who was uh, actually playing with Colorado Collective this weekend. Um, uh, I believe he's going to team up with some more Western Nebraska kids once we get into July here. Um, uh, did that last year, but just big kid post. He put 23 on us. We just could not stop him. Just finish big body, finish over the top, soft, uh, soft touch. Um, we ended up winning that game, but he gave us uh, all kinds of problems. So I didn't even, I didn't even recognize him against us until after the game when I, mm-hmm. uh, I saw the name. I was like, oh, wait, that's who that was? Because yeah. I remember seeing him last summer. But, um, yeah, he, he's a good player. He's continued to grow uh, and uh, expand his game. Where are we going to move to next? 
Let's uh, let's head over to uh, Greenville. Greenville. Talk about yeah. Let's okay. yeah. There was so it, it was interesting, right? Because I just looked at. We'll start with the seventeens. That, yeah. that that roster is going to need some help. You know, Harmon didn't travel. He committed to Wayne. Congrats to David. And, yeah, and that's. I mean, that's kind of the pro- they they set themselves up for this because you went after those um, unsigned yeah, the, seniors the, the, that were, and you also had some guys in the yeah. fold too, like Root Bijat, yeah. who. You thought you were, Just, yeah. Who thought you were going to get? And yeah, a few others. So yeah, they, they ended up with eleven commits and ended up with nine uh, kids on the actual roster by the first weekend. Then one, uh, Jamison Gruber from AL, committed to got the offer and committed to UNK after the first weekend. And then now, after a couple weekends here, David Harmon gets uh, commits to to Wayne State. Um, so the, and now they're down to seven. And yeah. Uh, that's they, they had a rough weekend. They did get one win. Uh, they beat all in athletic 64 60, but went one and three playing with seven guys down there. And it's just, it's just, it, it the, the grind, just kind of the way that they're built. I mean, they've got to shoot it well because they're already undersized. Um, now you have some offensive firepower, firepower with, with, with Farron and, and Milliken, but, um, you need, you need some, a way to get easier buckets. Yeah. Right, like, and it, it, at some point, it just typically catches up with them. Yeah, and so Andy King's uh, gonna have to do a really good job with this team here, um, just to keep them together. Yeah, exactly. That's like that's <laughs> seven guys. That's tough. Like you can get through it for a weekend, but when that's when you're starting with any somebody rolling an ankle, somebody having to miss and he, for and, and weird thing, he experienced that a little bit with the 16s. Kind of a lot of the same guys well, yeah. last year. When they got down thin, Oddbody went down early when he was playing with yeah. them, and fifteen years too with the yeah. same guys. Yeah. They had guys in and out, so um, yeah. So it's it's unfortunate. Anytime you don't get a see, you put together a team and don't get to see it as you intended, like envisioned. Uh, but I mean, those guys they just got to go out and battle. You go out and sh- do everything you can. Show show coaches w- what you're capable of, even if if you don't put up a gaudy record, you can still play good basketball and earn scholarships that way. Yeah, and uh, as we jump down to the 16s, who's in a similar boat, not quite as dire, but a lot more firepower. Neil Mosser. Yeah, uh, yeah no Mosser this yeah. weekend. They didn't have Isaiah McMorris the previous weekend, but they don't really skip a beat. Um, <laughs> they got a lot of interchangeable parts. Yeah. Um, they're, they're capable of being dynamic defensively. Pretty good coach. Yeah, they've got a good coach in <laughs> <laughs> Alvin Mitchell. But I'll tell you, the pleasant surprise is not a surprise to me. I'm a little biased because I know the family so well. But Aiden Zickman can play. Um, I know there were some folks maybe that had a few concerns last year. But I'll go back to a moment where he kind of won me over. Number one, he's fearless. He's not afraid to, to show up and compete against elite-level competition. Um, I watched him when he was in the eighth grade. We were playing in Minnesota. We were playing Spartan Elite. Um, only a couple guys were playing well in that game. It was a very raucous environment, and he showed up. And I said, and right away, I see. I think that's part of it, right? I I like the guys that can. Anybody can play when you're not playing against very good competition or it's easy yeah. breezy. He showed up and he embraced the moment. I said, okay, I I think we got one. Well, and that's like you got you got a lot of Metro kids that have been in the battles uh, yeah. on that team. He's Central City, like he's played a key role for them since he was a freshman, freshman. like two years now. He's <laughs> yeah. lean scored this year, but C, Class C, whatever compared to Class A, compared to 
high level uh, summer ball. It's very different things. So um, uh, Alvin has inserted him yeah. in the starting lineup, and and he is he is really flourishes. They're dynamic. It's, uh, it's a good basketball yeah, team. Four zero uh, by twenty. Uh, 30, 26, and only 15. I don't know what happened on that last game. but <laughs> <laughs> So that's a pretty good pretty good start for those guys. W- would they go uh, the, the first weekend? They were 4-0. So, yeah, 8-0. That's, yeah, that's a pretty good team. They, um, they're trying to play their way on yeah. to the big boy circuit. We'll see what happens with the invite to, to Seal Beach. Um, but I think they're well on their way. They've, we'll see what happens in Kansas City. Um. But that'll be it before we see what happens. They'll be in California for a quickie. But I think hopefully that invite uh, will be coming shortly. And uh, the OSA Adidas Gold 16s also had a had strong weekend. I it's like, a good team. I like them, man. Three, three and one this weekend. Uh, <laughs> I, only, I like them a lot. Their only loss, I believe, was on a buzzer beater, lost by one yeah. point, something like that. So, um, yeah, Pat Freeman and uh, Joe Chavis are doing doing work with that squad. We, we, we talked about them previously, but Matt Binder and uh, – Alex, Alex Wilcoxon, Wilcoxon. Um, kind of the core of that team. And Jaden Cast, I, I haven't gotten to see them play in person outside of w- one game so far, but it's kind of following along with their tweets and th- their stats and everything. Jaden Cassio Jensen, Bellevue West, has been playing well for them as well. I tell you what, so he's one of those guys that's interesting. He's a lot in that mold of that, that group. He's got a little binder to him where he's not afraid to take and make big shots. He likes the moment. He's a good shooter. Um and Mav so far has been able to get to different spots yeah. on the floor. And he's been able to create, too. So, Cassio Jensen, he's getting a few easier looks, yeah. right? Not having to, to work as hard. That's Those those kinds of things matter, yeah. right? You, you'd rather play with guys that can get you good looks. It's just a lot less stressful. <laughs> yeah, and we scrimmaged them on Monday, actually, and had a good back and forth with them uh, as well. A little um, undersized. Yeah, but they, they battle, though, and you can – the great equalizer is that three ball. If you can't get easy twos, and uh, threes are worth more anyway if you yeah. shoot them well enough. So, um, I, I like I like that team. Yeah, I, they're off to a really good, uh, really good start to the season as well. I, I forgot their overall record, but um, well, I think they've gone three and one back to back, back to back weekends, yeah, and that, that's pretty good. Six, six and two in, uh, in the Adidas Gold Circuit. That's pretty darn good yeah. for a team that just kind of came together. So. Um, and then kind of rounding out down there with the ETG 15s, they went three and one, started off uh, the weekend with a buzzer beating putback from Amir Martin uh, yeah. from Omaha Burke. Heck of a play. Like, um, just went and got it, that It was thing. easy to be frantic, yeah. and he, he didn't quit yeah. on the play. They didn't get, you know, Reese got the deflection early. They kept the ball alive. They're playing yeah. volleyball, and he picks it out of midair. Yep. Pretty good body control, yeah, too. redirects to it back in off the glass and uh, at the buzzer. So, heck of a play from him. Great way to start the weekend. 68-66 win. Uh, and then they, they won their next two before dropping a, a close one to Power Circle by two points. Uh, 97-95. Doesn't sound like there was much defense played in that one. I like the way that roster's put together. And if they continue to get the interior toughness, I think Shoal has helped them out quite yeah. a bit. Defensively will be the next step that yeah. those bigs yeah. will have to take because you're seeing some guys, you're seeing some explosive wings and some athletic bigs and – they're really starting to figure out, okay, what it takes. That backcourt can play with anybody. Oh, for uh, sure. Reese and, and, and BJ, those, those guys are, are really, really good. Um, we'll see what happens with their interior defense. And Martin is certainly capable Mike Ray scorer. When, when he gets going, he, he can really uh, put up the points. And he's a bigger-bodied wing that can um, 
kind of guard up a little bit there uh, if he buys in. So it's definitely a talented team, and Mitch Runko is doing a great job with that team. Yeah, fantastic coach. Really good coach. Yeah. Talk about getting kids to buy in. <laughs> yep. It's just like the Pied Piper. <laughs> Pretty good hire over there for Westview. <laughs> you uh, like that. Although uh, Eric Barron's uh, kind of – had a nice little in there on, on that one, so that's yeah. um, part of being a helps to, helps part, to, helps yeah. to be pretty worldly. <laughs> yeah. uh, it helps when you, uh, as a coach, go on to produce good coaches who have played for you. Yeah. Um, so you got that that ties. Easy so. breezy. Um, yeah, talking to Mitch about, I just didn't could, couldn't say no when uh, when Eric came to him. So um, obviously those two have a lot of history. So um, yeah, so I guess last we'll, we'll kind of flip over to Kansas City and the UAA. Um, circuit down there with Nebraska Supremes teams. Um, so the, the 17s, they, they went 2-2, two and two, and they're now 5-3 and three overall uh, between the, the two weekends. Uh, Chase Henderson, the point guard from, from Hoover. Um, I like his game. He, uh, he's, he, off, he, um, he earned a offer from South Dakota State after this weekend. Um, he's got a few uh, D1 offers now and um, kind of consistently led them. He had 14. He's kind of the guy. He's the guy. for He's the the guy that I look at that roster, and I'm like, hey, he's, he's kind of different. He had 14 in the first game, 18 in the second, uh, 14, and then 11. So double digits, all, all four games, he's a guy. And it's certainly interesting, like, with uh, playing with the shot clock versus not. And I, pre- I prefer um, every day that ends in Y. But that just puts so much pressure on um, kind of the guys that are creating there. You got to get into your offense earlier. You got to try to create an advantage. And then at the end of the clock, you got to have someone that can bail you out. And um, uh, he, he's one of the guys that has been doing some of that for them. But um, overall, they, I think they're still – they're still trying to find some consistency in terms of who's going to step up outside uh, of Henderson. Um, it's just kind of different guys from game to game. Uh, Ryland Smith had a couple good games. Uh, Kale Jacobson ha- had a couple good games. Uh, Tate Oddbody had a couple good games. Brennan Clemens. So it's just kind of – I don't know that they found yet kind of a consistent the – All right, these guys are the ones that are going to every single game are going to step up and, and carry us. They're still kind of searching for that, but there are a lot of pieces that are capable uh, on that team. Um, they lost by four their first game, one by nine against Riverside Hawks, uh, lost by eight, uh, by 10 to a Philly pride team that I believe, I, I think they might've beat, uh, the first time, uh, uh, and, and then one against Noah village to, to close out the weekend. Um, the 16s also went two and two, uh, and they are four and four, uh, overall now through the, the two weekends of UAA play, um, open, they, uh, Open the weekend with a win over Team Curry. Um, Will Cooper kind of led the way w- with 10 points in that one, only one in double digits. Um, and then they, they lost their next two and then closed out the weekend again with another win over Team Curry. I, you know, and, and I know the records hasn't been gaudy. I think they've gone 500. On paper, I think I like that roster better than what it's played or – it could be me, and I need to recalibrate, right? Is it? That's a good. It looks like a really good roster. Yeah, I yeah, def. I think there there are definitely some guys on there that aren't playing as well as they're capable. Okay, because um, okay. that's a little misleading for yeah. me when I yeah when I see the results. Now, obviously, I have to put it against the caliber of competition yeah. too, but they seem like that should be. a – I mean, them, and I don't think that they'll have a chance to see ETG until River Cities. Uh, they're not going to they be. Put, in, they're not in River Cities. Well, that happened. I okay. 
So I'll let it ride. They'll both be down in the KC Classic. I have no idea what the uh, the the schedules are going to be like for that. If they might run into each other there, but yeah, uh, as far as I loss, know, that's, so that's interesting. That's the only time they're going to be in the same place this mm-hmm. year uh, because Supreme worked with Bradley Beal Elite to set up a tournament down in uh, Makes sense. Uh, St. Louis during the um, during the River Cities weekend. And maybe maybe it's just because I want to, you know, I'm a, I like oh, yeah. Cooper, I, I, I like I, Cooper and those guys. I want everybody at, at River Cities for me selfishly because I love everybody in one place, getting a chance to see everybody and kind of let the, the best of the best duke it out for the bragging rights. But um, this is something that uh, Matt Cummer has been working with elite for a few years now they were supposed to do something last year it kind of fell through and that's how supreme that's how we kind of fell into games. the show yeah yeah um, and that was kind of the agreement right yeah. this is this is the only way we'll really do it but yeah. other than and i get it right yeah. i mean different different so, leagues so this year the the their st louis uh, weekend is a full go so we won't see them there but um cl- closing it out um with the the 15s uh they went 4-0 again uh 8-0 overall mike Mackey coaching that team and um to get so it's a talented backcourt. Yeah. I and I it, yeah, Corian Gallatin playing up, Taven Zephyr Murphy um is kind of doing a little bit of everything. Uh, and they've got so much size. Brayden Frager, um Bryson Ball on the wing can shoot it obviously at six three or so. Uh and then they got some big kids from over in Iowa. Um to plus Robbie Garcia, who I haven't even seen play with them yet because he wasn't there the yep. one game I did see. So um, it's a well-rounded team, and um, it's a team that Mackey's got playing well right now. Woo! Fastest 30 minutes in podcasting. We got it in. That's three tournaments right on the window. If we needed a little extra, we could have, but we got the best producer going in the land. That's Cam Broham just taking care of us. KB, for those of you playing at, at home. That's my man, JP. Jacob Padilla will be back next week. Another recap. We'll see where we're at. It's Nebraska Preps postgame. A Huda Media Production.